Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Pens and Stuff podcast, the podcast that told you Arizona was going to make moves this year. It's the Pens and Stuff podcast. We are so happy you are here. My name's Andrew. I'm Jim. And I am Abby. And I told you guys that Arizona was going to be good this year. I told you. I told you. You 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 said they'd come in fifth. That's not really good. Well, it's a lot better than last year. And I mean, we've seen one game. We've seen one game. They looked a lot better. Yes. Is it is it wild card contention good? I don't know. Probably not, yeah, but we'll no, have to see. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in the upcoming segment. But right now, we have to talk about the Penguins who are 500, which is eerily similar to last year. Oh 500 <laughs> is a has a nice ring to it. It's a number well, we like to. Well, not a nice to... ring to it, but a ring to it. 1-1-0, one, one oh, 2 points over. in 2 games and the truth of the matter is this this conversation would have taken a much different turn had we recorded, recorded when we were supposed to yeah, we're recording, on Friday. We're recording yeah. October 14th, Saturday, day after normal. Yep. Because... 2.17 Eastern Standard Time. Because life happened and we're now a day late, but it is what it is. But we got to see the Penguins play yes. Washington in Washington last night and totally dominate... Shut out Whoa. the Washington Capitals. Some, yes, some of us got to see that. Well, that's I was true. Not watching. You were not watching. Deadly. But yeah. Anyways, so sad. Thoughts on the game, boys. Well, let's start with opening night. Let's not start on. Yeah, let's start with opening night. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. The Thoughts games? on the games. Yeah. October Plural. October tenth, Tuesday, in Pittsburgh. Bedard's. First game, that the they made very clear that it was his first game. They let us know that. Oh, on no uncertain terms. Um, they did. Repeatedly. No. Are, are you sure it was? I mean, it was Bedard's first game. 
I yeah, mean, yeah. It's, you yeah, would know the coverage. The coverage on that was a little, you know, lacking. Yeah, man, I, I never, I, I never would have. Sometimes known. I forgot. Sometimes I forgot <sighs> Connor Bedard was actually playing in the game. Yeah, it's it's like they didn't mention his name every time he touched the ice or something. I, I thought it was I thought it was yeah. kind of hilarious that they mic'd up the referee to to I hear mean, him say, "Hey, I, welcome, welcome to the welcome to the league, Connor." Well, well I think most yeah most. Like those refs do have mics in order to make calls. Oh. They just turned it on. I know. It's just, it just seems. They just turned it on. It for just that. seems yeah. weird that, that they would do that. I, when that happened, I, I kind of thought, Hmm, that's. Well, maybe the ref told him beforehand, like, Hey, turn my mic on. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to give this kid a welcome. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah, which know. is kind of cool. I liked it though. I, I thought, thought it was, it was cool. cool because, cause he also, he talked to Sid too. He was like, Hey Sid, welcome back. Congratulations to your 19 or whatever it is. Not 19. What it is, it is 19. You're 18 for Sid? It's, I'm pretty 19? sure it's 19. This is his 19th season. Yeah. No, he was drafted in 05. This is his 18th season. Hmm. 05, 06. 6, 7. Because it's, cause it's the 18th year that Sid and Gino and Latang are all playing together. But... I'm pretty sure it's his 18th season. Am I wrong? I don't know. I was. I just heard that it was his 19th. This, this would be his. This 18th is his 18th. Season, okay. Yes. Maybe they were talking about Gino. I don't know. Well, no, it's Gino's also. Well, because of the lockout, he, he played the year before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm confused. It was his rookie year too. It was him and Ovi's and Sid's all rookie year. Hmm. No, it, that's not. No, it's not because because. Obi won the Calder, but so did Sid. Sid's never won the Calder. Didn't he? No, they no. played the same year. Did they really? Yeah, they did rookie year. No, I mean Gino. Year. I mean, Obi won the cup and Gino won the cup, or the Calder. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Not Sid, because Obi and Sid but, came in the same but they, year. Anyway. Yeah, but they were both drafted the same year. Sid, Obi, and, Ovi and o- Gino. Ovi and Sid. Gino, Ovi yes. just didn't play his, his first, first year. eligible year. Yes. Right. So, so 4-2 loss, Pittsburgh um, started out pretty yeah, well. Yeah, it, I was excited. It Sorry, was great. Right. I mean, I, I thought, I thought uh, the team looked ready to play for the most part yep. in that first period. Yeah. They, they did good things. Second period, uh, more of the same. Honestly, I thought I thought that the first two goals that tied the game were the defense's fault. Do you agree with me? Yes. Yeah, I mean, those... Uh, okay, I, I wouldn't say defense's fault. I would say the defensive side of the puck, right. not the defense themselves. Right. I thought right. all six defensemen played great games. I agree. Right. I agree with that. And like the forwards who were I, supposed to be defending. Right. Forwards, yeah. Yeah, the forwards who were supposed to be defending were not defending. Exactly, <laughs> to put it that way. Yeah, the penalty kill did not look good in this game either. I mean, they didn't score on the power play at all, but they had such significant offensive zone time. Chicago did on the power play, yeah. and the, the 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 PK just could not get it out of the zone. There were a couple really bad turnovers on the PK. I'm like, if it weren't for Jari bailing us out on those, they most definitely would have scored because you just handed them the puck right. in the slot yeah. right there. And I've seen a, I've seen a lot of media members bash Jari. 
Yes. I've seen a lot of that happening, and I don't fully understand. The one, the, the go-ahead goal right. was on Jari. Yes. yes. Agreed. He should have so had that. It was, can say, it was the glove This hand. loss is Jari's fault. Yeah. I can see that. But ultimately, if you score on the power play. Yeah, you were over 2 on the power play also. To, on this on the Chicago's team that that's lacking in a lot of areas and their goaltender is, you know, Peter Mrazek bottom bottom tier. Yeah. Absolutely. He had a great game when though. When you have a man advantage, he he always plays well. Yeah. Against the Penguins, but when you when you have a power play that consists of Latang, Malkin, Gensel, Crosby and Ricard Raquel, that biscuit should be going in the basket 25-30% of the time. Agreed. Yeah. And obviously Agreed. that's Unrealistic, like, but it should be going in that much. It could. Right. Like, with the amount of talent and skill on that first power play with Carlson now, like, it should be going in a lot more than it did in that game. Agreed. And, or at least you should be having a lot more chances than you did in that game on the power play because they didn't really right. even yeah, generate right. that, many, that many chances on the power play. Right, right. So The power right. play maybe, sh- like, there was maybe one or two Great chances. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. very discouraged. And we should be having a lot more. I was very discouraged after this game. I was like, it's the same problems as last year. We can't hold on to a lead. Our penalty kill sucks. We look slow. We look tired. And we didn't the first period and a half, but this the mm-hmm. latter half of the game, we let off the gas because we had a lead. We sat on it, and then we lost because of it. I yeah. I and had blo- significant Sorry. I had significant amounts of PTSD watching this game from the second to last game of last year because I mean, it was almost, I mean, it was almost a carbon copy. I mean, the names were different. The numbers were different, but I was going to say besides the what, over, over showing of Bedard and yeah, over well, and, and what the drilling over Bedard, the, the, the final um, outcome of the game was exactly the same. And I mean, as far as, as far as the penguins playing well, Doing well for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then letting it go. Um, and so, you know, most of Wednesday and Thursday, I was, I was like, man, is this, is this what this season is going to be? And again, I know that's kind of an overreaction. It's only one game. Save it for the next segment. Save it. But, but, but with the, <laughs> but with the, uh, with that bad taste that's already in your mouth from last year, you, you see this yeah. happen and you're just like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And I, it was, it was, yeah. it was one of those things where you just, um, it was really frustrating. I mean, in a, in a, yeah. in a very large way. Yeah. Because you would think that with the entire off season with an entirely new bottom six, basically, like you would think we would be able to overcome a lot of the, same obstacles that we had last year and in my brain I was like well if the same bottom six or the same team or or like a different bottom six is having the same problems as the last one did like is that a coaching thing right maybe it's not a personnel issue right Uh. and and that was my thought until last night's game where I don't know I feel like it could go either way. Like it could be the players. Our our team is also just really old. No. Our team is also just that's, old. That's 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 it. Yeah. You look at it, Washington and Pittsburgh are the two oldest teams in the league. But also but You're, but also last night 
they didn't slow down. You know what I mean? Like, well, because Washington played very well in that first period. We were chasing them, and it was scary because yes. I'm like, they're going to score, and and I we're going to lose because we looked really bad in the first period of the Washington game. But then something happened and lit a fire, and we started going. And it could be because in, Washington's old as the, well. In the first intermission, I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that locker room. But after the first intermission, a, a switch was flipped exactly. on this team, mm-hmm. and they they just they they looked different from from the eye test. They just looked like they were, um, you know, in the first period they looked like they were getting punched around, pushed around. Didn't didn't look like a team that gave a flying fig about. Excuse you about anything, but it was it, there was a uh, there was a switch flipped where they came out and it was like it was like they were throwing their bodies around. They were playing physical. They were they were staying on the puck. Yeah, and that was something we were talking about during the first period. We're like, man, they're not chasing the puck. They're losing it and just giving it up. Yeah, they're not they're not winning the battles in the corners. They're they're turning it over and not going after it again. And after the first period, they came out and they were like, they were doing that. They were they were sticking with the play and chasing the puck and not just giving it to the op- opposition. And it it changed the course of that game. Obviously, yes. yes. Um, and yeah. I, 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 and obviously, with with the final score being four to nothing, um, you know they, they they did very well. Yeah, they did very well. And I was as as frustrated as I was on Tuesday. I was that much more excited about Friday's game. But again, yeah, you were playing the second oldest team in the league, right? Which is why I think it's yeah. two extremes. You know, right. And so yeah. if we can land somewhere in the middle of those two games, I'll be happy. Right. You know what I mean? We're going to we're going to we're going to see just how old and tired this team is tonight. Yeah, because it's the back-to-back in and Calgary. we played such a hard-fought game last or night against Calgary. The yeah. boys are yeah. going to be gassed. They are. Probably. Yeah, we we will get to see Ned though. So that's exciting. Yeah, we'll see. Um in one of the I think I can't remember which preseason game it was I was watching and I was like Ned, just stay in the net. He plays the puck so much, and it freaks me out, to be honest with you. Because Jari does that too, but not quite as often as Nedeljkovic does. And that is one thing that, as a goaltender, he scares me because it's just like, man, you it, like if you fumble it, you're in really big trouble because he just plays it so much. But that could also be really adv- advantageous to a slower, older team to be able to get the pass from the goalie up the ice if he can play it right. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. that's my two cents on yeah. Ned. Love the guy. Don't know if um, I'm prepared to trust him all that much. <laughs> I am. My biscuits are in the basket of Ned. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice, very nice, very nice. So, yeah, that was that was the Penguins week. I want to ask you guys, as two people who actually watched both games. Yes. Oh, what was the question? What was the, what was I going to ask? We don't know. I don't know. He's Never mind. Himself. Okay. Rewind. That's Didn't say that. 
All right, so let's talk about our teams, which I know Abby probably has something she she wants to say about Dallas. Always. Actually, so I don't have a ton. Is yours. I don't have a ton that I want to say about Dallas right now. I didn't I watched the end of the second period of their game um Thursday night. Um against who are they even playing? The Blues. The Blues. Yeah, that's who they were playing. My brain was like I can't remember. Yes, the Blues. It was a pretty good game, like a really good game, actually. I'm surprised at how well Bennington was playing on his head. Manns was out of his mind. Um, but Dallas doesn't play he again until out of his mind. Uh, Dallas doesn't play again until Tuesday, which I think is so silly. All of these like huge gaps for teams at the beginning of the season when they just want to play hockey, like. And then the Blackhawks are playing like five games because five games in the first. They're trying to capitalize on Bedard, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, and they don't have a home game for the first two weeks of the season. It's I know, crazy. Because everyone wants to see Bedard, and they want to get him around the U.S. and Canada, North America. They want to get him around to all these different arenas so people will come and see him while he's still, you know, new and exciting. And well, before and it's the while, middle of the season and no one cares. While Chicago is still relevant. Right. Right. So, anyways, but Dallas... Their game was good, very well fought. They're missing Rupe Hints right now. I can't I can't remember what his injury is, but he got injured during the preseason. Um but he, so he's out. So Tyler Sagan's playing that first line center role, which is great. I love the depth of Dallas because they can do that. Like and then they have Matt Duchesne as their third line center, and then they have Rope Hints coming back. So Matt Duchesne's probably gonna be their fourth line center when they come back, or the third line winger which is crazy, or Sagan will be a winger. But, like, the depth that this Dallas team has, I love it. Um, Jamie Benn scored the only goal for Dallas. But then it said Wyatt Johnston scored a goal too, but apparently that one got called off in the first period. I wasn't watching, but I got the notification, and then I looked, and the score was still 0-0, and I was like, this is stupid. Why did they? <laughs> they get my hopes up because I love Wyatt Johnston. That would have been a legend, a legendary move for him to score the first goal of the season. But, yep. you know, Jamie Benn's all right too. <laughs> Um, but anyhow, uh, in the, it went to a shootout, Robertson and Duchesne were the one, two guys. They both scored their goals in the shootout, both glove hand on Benner, which was great. Um, but yeah, it was a really good game. Big fan. Excited to watch more Texas hockey. So yeah, it'll be good. Awesome. Dallas is my cup favorite. Big fan. Yeah. Dallas and Buffalo. Like I said last week. <laughs> That'll probably I, uh, age so bad. Buffalo's probably going to be like bottom five team this year or something, just because I said that. But it's fine. Yeah, that'll that'll age like cheese. Oh yeah. Well, cheese doesn't age as <laughs> badly good. as like milk. Yeah. But anyways, um, Toronto played Montreal on uh, Wednesday. We predicted that game. That game was off the chain. Um, we'll talk about your Toronto's goaltending. Yeah, well, Toronto's goaltending. Five goals on 24 shots. Well, yeah. Honestly, though, I mean, in 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 many ways, um, this team can get uh, can get by. I think with lackluster goaltending in the regular season. Um, because of the firepower that they have uh, on their on their team, um, 
through, uh, you know, with Matthews and Nylander and um, Tavares and Riley and and uh, and Marner, they're going to be good. But I, I really want to talk about the first goal that Toronto scored in this game, which was at seven forty six in the second. Noah Gregor, remember that name. He's he's going to be he's going to be good. Uh, he's going to be a good player, and you are going to. He's going to score quite a number of goals. Uh, the goal that he scored against um, Jake Allen um, was pretty incredible. I mean, it was a low, it was a low shot to the glove side, I believe it was. But it was just by his his uh, his left pad, and he scored it. Uh, it was it was a really nice looking goal. But Austin Matthews had a uh, hat trick in this game, tied the game up with uh, about a minute and seven seconds left, and uh, and then he scored the game winner. Well, I guess Mitch Marner scored the game winner in the in the shootout. He's, Matthews Matthews scored his three uh, hundredth goal of his career, I yes. believe. In this game, yes, he did. Yes, he did. And um, so, yeah, I think I think Toronto is going to be a fun, uh, a fun team to watch, and I'm going to enjoy watching them too. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. My, I'm going to talk about my Predators for a moment. Thank you very much. All Thank right, you. you do that. I was watching their the the opening game, right? The opening day game. The very first game of the season. First the Lightning. The pred- first the Lightning. Predators looked really good. They turned it on, and Kucherov had already scored the first one. But then O'Reilly scored, and then per- Parson scored. That's his name. And then Nick Paul tied it up. Then Brandon Hagel took the lead for the uh, the uh, Lightning. The Lightning took the lead, and then Thomas Novak tied it up again, and then Nick Paul scored again. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. I had a three-leg parlay going on DraftKings with, uh, you know, for the opening day, I had the the Predators uh, plus one and a half goals, which means if they lose four to three, that still hits, right? Because it's only one goal. And then they gave up the empty netter to Kucherov at the end. I was, I was, it was dead already, but it was still it was a good game. The Predators played very well. I think uh, Andrew uh, Brunette as a coach is going to do wonders for this team. I think he's a really good good coach. I think you know you take this like you guys all are sleeping on the Predators, right? Yes. You guys don't think they're going to be good. The Predators are going to be good. Andrew Brunette knows how to coach. You know, mid tier guys like you have Ryan O'Reilly and you have. Saros and you have Yossi and that's about, you know, those are the big names that you have. And then you got like Cody Glass and like I said, a Pustinen or Parsonen, sorry. And you just have guys who play their role and play it well, which is what the Penguins are missing. They, they're they they're trying to go, you know, you have Colton Sissons and Gustav Nyquist and like you have guys that are good and Andrew Burnett knows how to coach them. So I think they're going to be good. And then on uh, on October twelfth, they played my other team, the Seattle Kraken, and they shut them out three nothing. Goals from Sissons, Nyquist, and Parson, and again, and I think 
this team is going to do things and be good. Will they make noise in the playoffs? No. Will they make the playoffs? I think they will. Go back and listen to the last episode. I think the Predators are going to make the playoffs. But I, I'm excited to see how the Predators do. And obviously, like we've said, this is an, this is early in the season. And so lots of things can happen and lots of things can, uh, you know. A lot of stuff Teams still change, don't know yeah. that they're bad. And some teams don't know that they're supposed to be good. You know, like, <laughs> like, like they're just playing, right? You don't have tape on any of these teams. You don't have tape on any of these teams, so you know you don't know how to how to defend them. Give right. them like five games in, and teams are gonna like the good teams are gonna start rising to the top, and bad teams are gonna start falling because you know how to play. So it is true. It'll be interesting. This is true. But yeah. So. That being said, yes. Random crap. Random crap we want to talk about today. Hit the music. And now it's time for random crap we want to talk about today and where we're going to play the game. Freak out or chill out. It's a game where we overreact <laughs> to the first five days of the season. Which We're we, very good at that. We are very good at doing that. I have already we overreacted probably three or four times. So, you know, it's great. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun so, to overreact. Let's start. So I'm going to give you guys a team, and you guys are going to say whether it's time to overreact or, or not overreact, freak out or chill out on this team. Like, is this who they are? Or is it... You know, time to chill and give them some more time to prove who they are. So let's talk about about the Washington Capitals. Oh, okay. They're zero one. They haven't scored a goal yet this season. Is it time to freak out or chill out? Will Ovi break <laughs> Gretzky's record? Is it time to freak out or chill out on the Washington Capitals? Jim, tell us what we should do. Uh, in my opinion, I think you chill out because <clears throat> quite frankly the uh, the um, the you, you don't have big enough sample size here yet and so you you look at you look at what is going to happen with the the capitals yes they looked pretty bad against Pittsburgh last night, but at the same time, it was their first game. Um, they'll, 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 they'll pull it around. I mean, I, I, I went on record at the beginning of the year or during the off season by saying, I don't think Ovi breaks the record this year. Um, I just, I think, I think it'll be a down year for him. I think it'll be a down year for the Capitals. Um, I think what you saw last night against a, a Penguins team that's even older than they are is probably what you'll see for most of the year. Um, but I don't think I don't. I mean, I still think they're going to be kind of in that in that chase. But the Capitals are who they are, right? I mean, they are who we saw last night. I think I think that's who we're going to see the rest of the rest of the year. So I, I I don't know. I guess freak out is is that a freak out? I, I mean, know. if I, I were a fan, I'd be out, yeah. freaking out. 
I mean, yeah. I think most fans are probably... Well, I think most Washington fans should probably just like accept the fact that your management is only trying to put people around OV so that he can break the record. Yeah, they're not They're not to trying to build build a Stanley Cup roster right now. They're just trying yeah. to make the most of what OV's got and make it exciting for the fans because they know that what they have in prospects and in picks in the future is not great or what they've had in the past few years in picks and prospects has not been great either. And so they're just making the most of what they have, and then they'll completely burn it down after Ovi retires. So I think it's probably just like a chill out and accept your doom as a fan of Washington would be what I would say. Yeah. Okay. But if, but if my, my point is though, if, if you were that fan, you would, fr- you, you would be freaking out. Well, probably, but like, there's probably nothing, there's, nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? Like, at least your team isn't expected to do anything great this year. That's, that's you know what true. I mean? Dang, like, true. teams that are expected to do something amazing and then don't, i.e., Edmonton, I would be freaking mm. out as an Edmonton fan after an 8 lo- eight one loss to Vancouver. That, that, yeah. that, my friends, is a, is a freak out. Is a freak out moment. Okay. Okay. Well, here's here here's an, here's another one. That's where I was going next. The Edmonton Oilers point differential of minus seven, losing to a Vancouver team that was not good last year. Is it time to freak out or chill out? If we are, if we are doing like overreactions, which is what this whole thing is, then yes, absolutely, freak out, lose your mind, Edmonton fans, because your top three guys in McDavid and Drysaddle and Nugent Hopkins did nothing. They did nothing. I think. I think. Well, I have. I have McDavid and Nugent in fantasy, so I know the two of them only each got two shots on goal in that game. I don't know about Leon, but I mean that team. They they did not look like the team from last year. Obviously, it's the first game of the season. So what are you going to say? But if you're overreacting, yeah, absolutely, freak out, Edmonton fans. Absolutely, you have every right to. Agree. A hundred percent. 100%. Cool. Okay. Moving on to the Florida Panthers. They had a one loss against what team was that that they lost to? I'm not sure. Let me look it up here real quick. The Wild. Minnesota Wild. Yeah. You outshot them, by, outshot them by 20 and did not score a single goal. You were just <laughs> in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. Is it time to freak out or chill out? For the Florida Panthers. I think you, I think you chill out as a Florida Panther fan. Um, you I mean that who was in goal for for uh Gus the bus. Okay, yeah, I I yeah. think I think you yeah, it's not that's I mean Florida's going to win their share of games. Florida's going to do okay. Florida's probably going to be pushing for a playoff spot if not you know, be in contention for that division eventually. Um you know, they're they're They've got good goal. Well, they got decent goaltending, um, <laughs> and that will yeah, you're great. that will improve as the year goes on as well. So, um, if they if there were like major injuries to that team, then yeah, I'd say freak out. But right now, I just think you chill out, which is what people in Miami do anyway. They just chill. Just chill. Well, I mean, they have Ekblad's out for a while to start the season. So that's true. If it doesn't Ekblad improve, Ekblad is always out. Ekblad is always out. Yeah, it's true. It feels like he's just he can't get a break. 
It's true because it's not like as a player he's made of glass. He just gets like hit like like the most unfortunate yeah. accidents that cause him to be out for long, long periods of time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Poor All guy. right. One more here. The Winnipeg Jets. You sign Hellebuck, you sign Shifley to seven-year extensions, which I think is a mistake. Yeah. You're without, I think it's Nikolai Ehlers for a while. Not. And you lose to the Calgary Flames five to three. Is it time to freak out or is it just time to chill out uh, for the Winnipeg Jets? I, I would say chill. Abby? I mean, you still have, I mean, you still have solid like goaltending in, in Hellebuck. And I mean, their offense is pretty good. Like, I feel like it's a very well-rounded team is, is Winnipeg. And so I think right now, like, I mean, I didn't really watch the, the Flames game. I'm not entirely sure what went down, but like when you still have guys like Shifley and Connor and and you have these guys that can score, you have Morrissey on defense and you have young guys like Perfetti coming up, like I wouldn't freak out yet, you know? Yes. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. maybe come like 20 games into the season and they're still doing like this, but I wouldn't freak out yet. <laughs> I think I think you just need to chill, wait it out, you know? Yeah, I think I, I like Winnipeg this year. I like them. They seem like a very, like I said, a very well-rounded team, in my opinion. Their defense is a little shaky, maybe, but their goaltending is a little shaky. I mean, you signed. You don't like Connor Hellebuck? You I signed, think Connor Hellebuck's still a top seven goalie. You signed Connor Hellebuck to seven years. We're not. We're not talking about the, the future. Goals though. that he let in against Winnipeg or against um, Calgary. Calgary. Two two of them were must saves. One hit him in the pads and trickled in. I just I don't know if the guy still has I I, I don't know if he's as elite a goaltender as he used to be. And maybe I, I mean Winnipeg fans, if you're listening and you can you can write us and tell me I'm I'm all washed up. But what I saw in that game was I mean it was weak goaltending. Uh, well, on both sides, Markstrom was weak too, but Markstrom, Markstrom is. I mean, Markstrom is who we think he is. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I just I don't know. I I think I think Winnipeg fans are probably freaking out right about now. And again, like it's one it's one game, but we'll see what happens. I mean, they have they have a decent core. They have a decent uh, base there in players who can who can score and play defense but i mean i personally i think you need better goaltending than what you, what i saw in that first game so that's just me okay. i've been wrong that's before fun. and let's 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 take a moment to freak out or chill out on the Pittsburgh Penguins what are we thinking chill after these chill well i, I was chill. i was freaking out after the first one but then after the second one i'm like okay I, th- yeah. I think we'll be all right. Like, if we, if, yeah, I, th- I think we'll be okay. I, I think the ping, I think the pens are going to to string some some pretty impressive wins together. I think you're going to see. I mean, I said this at the beginning of the season. I thought Jari was going to be better than he has been, and he's been an All Star caliber goalie, right? Because he, I mean, mm-hmm. he was in the All Star game, but. 
I think I think barring injury, he's gonna he's gonna take a step forward. Um I think that defensive core is taking a step forward, even just from the two games that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I I think it's I think it's going to be I mean Jari uh, of of the you know of all the shots he faced in those two games one goal was his fault. Yeah. And it was over 50 shots that he faced in those four or those six I'll, periods. I'll take play. I'll take one mistake over 50 shots any day. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's me. I do not disagree with you. Good stuff. All right, Abby. I I mean, Freak out job. chill, dude. Just chill. Okay. Because I think I think with the extremes that we saw, um, well, except the I Pittsburgh fans, I feel like don't do anything but freak out. <laughs> like no, you, they you either freak out because they're angry or they freak out because they're like, Fair. man, this is awesome. But fair. They're just not they're just not chill fans in general. But I no, think they overreact to everything. I think the next couple games will be telling, like today's game especially will be telling if this team can actually skate with the big guys for, you know, consistent amount of time. Um, but I do think I do think Penn's fans just need to chill out a little bit. And I think because, cause like Dad said, the like Jari's been looking really good, and like the the defense specifically has really picked up their game. They were pinching a lot more last night. They were they were um, jumping up on plays and making making good decisions. And and like Eric Carlson and Ryan Graves both, I I've seen like those in those two games, they their decision making has been on point. Like I don't know if I've seen like maybe two mistakes from both of them combined. Maybe. I don't even know if I can recall one mistake that I've seen from those two. And so if they I made mistakes. I believe Ryan Graves had one in, in the Chicago, in the Chicago game, game. On the penalty kill. That would make sense. I think sense. he was one that turned it over in the, on the penalty kill, but. That's possible. Okay, but. I it was. Even in, even in that case, but. like it wasn't a costly mistake. Like if, if that was what happened, like Jari bailed him out and you know. Yeah, no, it wasn't. So like. I don't know. I just think our defense is a lot better this year than it was last year. I think the biggest question mark would be like, can they stay consistent? Because that's consistency is what the Penguins have struggled with for the past several years. And like, if they can land between somewhere between the Chicago game and the Washington game, somewhere in the middle of the road, closer mm-hmm. to the Washington type of Penguins would be great. But if they can land somewhere in the middle and then just stick with that type of game and just ride it out and just stay level-headed and and head down and just yep. do their thing because we know they're capable of doing it now. Um, also, if they can just not let tiredness get the best of them because they are old. Yeah. But we shall they see. They are very old. We shall see. Also, we shall there was a glimpse in that washington game because it was the end of a penalty kill for pittsburgh and riley smith had been on the penalty kill so they were letting him rest on the bench but i saw it was raquel and malkin and o'connor on the second line Mm. i i i'm a big drew o'connor gal he is so versatile he could slot anywhere 
-hmm. will talk that guy up. I agree. All day long. And he's still fairly young. He's 25, but, you know, Mm -hmm. he's still, I mean, one of the youngest guys on our team. Um, But, anyways, I'm a big Drew O'Connor gal. And if, hopefully, we don't, but if we encounter any injuries or anything like that, he's going to be the guy that gets bumped up. Yep. Honestly, right now, I would love to see him on that first line with Gensel and Sid. You bump Rusty down to the second line and move Smith to the third. That's that's scoring on a three lines. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I wouldn't even be mad. That'd be great. Yeah. Yep. But that was cue the music. Random crap. We want to talk about today. And now, let us take a break. Okay. For a word from our sponsor. DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer. Every game this October. Yeah, Andrew? myself, I have been dabbling in betting this year. Thanks to the 200 free bets from DraftKings Sportsbook. And, uh, you know, this line just moved, so it's gotten even better for me. But I love the Tennessee Titans. It was plus four or plus 4.5. The Titans were getting 4.5 points, and now it's 5.5. It's gone up a point. For the wow. Titans. So that is a great line for me. And they're in London. So I Who are they Tennessee playing? Who's Tennessee 5. playing? 5. They're playing the they're playing the Ravens. Tennessee and the Baltimore and London. So neutral site. And five getting five points for the Titans or five point five points. Five and a half. Five and a half yeah. points for the Titans. I love it. And I also love the game. The Chargers plus one and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. I think I think that will be those are some great lines. And I personally Love what I'm getting there. Is that game in da- Dallas or Los Angeles? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and why four six seven three six nine in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles Louisiana 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after Issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Now, back to the show. All right. 
So we now have our predictions. First week. Great week for Andrew. Great first, week for Jim. Three and two, both of us. Yep. Abby? Not so good. Not Guys, so well. I took a One shot and, and I and I and I almost got like the Montreal game yeah. went to overtime. Sure did. I said three to two, you, but you know, you, six to five yeah. is pretty close to three to two. <laughs> so Montreal Montreal could have won that game easily. Easily. Could have. They didn't. didn't. They didn't, but I'm just saying I mean, I that mean, prediction when, wasn't as off the wall. Overtime, every time you go to overtime, you know, everyone has a chance to win in overtime. So yes, you were you're correct. I know, but I mean, it wasn't a blowout like y'all were making it out to be. It wasn't a blowout. It was close. I, so my I prediction mean, doesn't I seem mean, that crazy is what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, valid. It's still crazy though, bro. Bro. It's fine. It's still crazy. You're being mean. Bro, it's <laughs> fine. You're being mean now. I don't need you to be mean to me. Yeah. Don't okay, be mean. So what what games are we predicting this week? Okay, so I had I had texted you guys earlier about uh with the picture of the of the games. I changed one since we are recording on Saturday. I changed one. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I did. I changed. You you, no, I changed the Pittsburgh Cal- Calgary game. I took that off the board, and instead, I made money on that game. Well, good for you. Uh, and I, I instead took uh, Minnesota at Montreal on Minnesota the 17th. Montreal. Minnesota at Montreal. Why Minnesota Montreal? Well, yeah, because. That's why. Okay, so the first game we're picking is Minnesota at Montreal on the 17th at 7 p.m. Uh, do I pick first since, I mean, you and I are tied, or do you still have that lead? Or do you still, still have that well, right to go well, first? I, it's, it's not a right. It's more of a, it's a burden, right? Because you don't Correct. want to go first. Correct. And uh, Well, hold on. Let's, I think let's, I do because we're tied. Right. Wait, though. We're tied isn't it whoever's what? losing goes first? That's not how we've done no. it. Oh, no. I thought that Last was how we did it before. Because well, we, I always we went first. Like two or three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went two or so, three years ago. That's how we did it. But last year we switched to whoever's winning. That way, whoever's winning can't just pad their lead and just copy each other. Okay. This way, right. the person who's winning has to do it. So I'll go first because I went first last week. And okay, we're fair. tied. I think... I'll take that. Okay, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing with the Wild. Um, I think the Wild are good. I think their goaltending situation with the, the you know, Philip Gustafson, Gus the Bus, as they're calling him, which I love it, love that name, <laughs> and Mark Andre Fleury. I think those two together make a dangerous duo for uh any team you know formidable a formidable Mon- duo uh, definitely formidable team montreal i believe in but not against flurry and gus the bus gus the bus or gus the bus whoever starts this game so i'm going to give the edge to minnesota i'm going to say it's a 4 to 1 win for minnesota i too- which also happened to be the score i chose for calgary pittsburgh and you just stole that from oh, me. Okay. I'm still leaving it there just so I can I'm see sorry. if my, okay. my prediction was right. All right, but you won't get any credit for it. That's fine. You can you can. I think I should. Um, okay. I'm taking Minnesota, but I think they're going to win 5-3. to three. I think Montreal is going to score a few more goals than you believe that they are. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Minnesota in this game. I like their firepower and their goaltending. Abby, who you got? Um, I think it would be 
a little bit silly to vote against Minnesota because I think Minnesota's a lot better of a team than Montreal, just from the eye test that I've seen so far. However, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Minnesota too because I think they're probably smarter. <laughs> I, I was gonna she was say gonna play I was gonna say Montreal, but last time I went with Montreal, I didn't get it. I was close. I was so close. You're so close. <laughs> uh, I'll say Minnesota wins four to two. All right. Uh, next game is Colorado at Seattle, same night. Uh, three hours later is the start time of that game at 10 p.m. Eastern. And, Andrew, who you got? Got Seattle 3-2 in overtime. All right. I like I like Seattle. And, yes, they've had a slow start. But yeah, yeah. I, I like they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna kick it in high gear. I like Colorado in this game. And I do believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me – scan back up here. I think this is the first time Andrew and I have picked different teams. So I think Colorado wins this game six to four is my prediction. This is gonna be this is gonna be where someone separates. This is gonna be be where someone separates. This will be the separation game. Unless unless we pick differently again and then the other person gets that then well yeah that's true. That's true. (laughs) My Abby, your prediction. I know, I know. Hang on. She's having a difficult time figuring out the the uh, the the calculations are happening in her brain. Yeah, she's trying to figure out who she needs to go with, like who's who's got a better record. No, Remember who won last? No, week, that's not what I'm trying year. to do. I like in my brain, I compare offense, defense, or offense. The their offenses, like I say, Colorado's offense is better than Seattle's offense, but then defensively, Colorado's defense. But then goaltending, I think Seattle has better goaltending than. Colorado, which can win you games, so I think Colorado is going to win. Though it's hard to bet against Colorado, man. I'll say no, it's not. I'll say mm, four, four to three. Okay, in overtime. No. All right. Next game, also on the seventeenth, Dallas at Vegas, ten thirty p.m. Eastern time start. Andrew, who you got? Dallas versus Vegas. This is the this Western is, Conference final rematch. Yeah, and uh, quite possibly could be the Western Conference final again. It quite possibly could. Quite possibly could be the best Western Conference final ever. Oh dear. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, but I'm gonna go with who I think will be end up in the Western Conference final, not against the other team, but I think it's gonna be Dallas. I score four to three in overtime. I uh, I'm picking Vegas. Sorry, Abs. Ew. See, I'm picking gonna, Vegas. Pretty uh, more. I hate Vegas. I can't. Four to one. I think they because this is this game is in Vegas. It's in the fortress. It's in the fortress. Which is all the more reason why Dallas is going to knock their socks off. Okay. It's just. It's, and, it's and just a glorified strip club, to be no, well, Stop. Oh, boy. Um, Dallas does have a lot of days off, though, because they played Thursday, and then their next game isn't until this game on Tuesday. Right. Which I think is so dumb. Which, is NHL, dumb. get your crap together. Ah! Yeah. It bothers NHL. me. Come on. Anyhow. Why do we have every team playing on Saturday? Not every team is playing. Like, why is that it sucks thing? for fantasy, uh, though. It makes me so mad that they're doing that 16-game thing. Because then in fantasy, all of your players are playing and you have to choose. Right. 
Yeah, I, I like, deal with it. I like the days better when I don't have to choose. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. What's your score of this game? I'm trying to think. See, okay, I'm sorry. We have four teams that are off today. Four, oh, yeah. 14 so four, games 14 today. Games it's today. so dumb. Yeah, Dallas is one of them that's not playing today. Super. Wait, why, why did they pick a Tuesday to have a 16-game schedule? Tuesday? No, there was not Why Thursday. is it Tuesday the 24th? It's Tuesday the 24th, 16 games. No way. Yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Why would they not do a Friday night? Because they're or the NHL Saturday. and they're dumb. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this already. Yeah. Uh, it seems like, it seems like it's a r- r- broken record. We Dallas 4-2. 4-2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Okay. Ah. <sighs> Next game is uh, the 18th, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Pittsburgh is playing in the uh, Little Caesars Arena at Detroit. Andrew, who you got in this one? I like Pittsburgh by a score of 5-2. to 5-2. to two. I like Pittsburgh 5-3. to three. Abby? See, this is kind of tough because I don't know. I, I, mm, yeah, I like Pittsburgh because, yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh. What? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Ah, Pittsburgh 3 2 OT. 3 2. Who scores the game winner? Riley Smith. Ooh, nice. All right. Uh, last game of the week is on the 19th. This is a Thursday night game, 7 p.m. Eastern in Florida, Toronto, visiting the Panthers. Andrew, who you got? 6-5. OT win for the Cats. Rawr! Why do you keep picking Sorry, overtime? I will never do that again because I, I need to get – some of these correct to <laughs> hammer out the lead. How many games actually go into overtime, though? Not not that many, probably. But uh, well, let's look at the schedule here already this year, this week. I think there's been like this year. three or four already this year, but that's it. Coyotes, like, Devils. Yes. And then Mon- the uh, Blue uh, Stars. Blue, and then the Montreal game. Toronto, Toronto, Montreal. Mm-hmm. Toronto, Montreal. Yep. And I think that's been it. And. That was it, yeah. But there have been close games, like the Preds-Lightning, right? That was a 5-3 game that could have gone into overtime. Sure. Uh, the Hurricanes-Sens no, could have gone into overtime. No, but I'm the like, Jets-Flames could have gone into overtime. But, but what I'm saying is that they didn't. Um, I am no picking, shot, Sherlock. I'm picking Toronto in this game, 6-3. Of course you are. See, this, you is, this, is, this is the story, or this is like a, a matchup of bad defense, or bad goaltending. Like, just bad goaltending on both sides. Like, just the most mid-goaltenders. Which is why it's probably going to be a pretty high-scoring game. But since I said that, it'll probably be a 1-0 win for someone. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I'm going to say Toronto. Toronto. And I'm going to say they're going to win. 5-3. Mm, yeah, to three. All right. Nice. There we go. All you right. Toronto? I hate saying Toronto. Yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach. But. So here's what we have. Uh, Minnesota at Montreal. All three of us picked Mon- uh, Minnesota to win. Um, Andrew, 4-1. to one. Abby, 4-2. to two. Jim, 5-3. to three. Colorado at Seattle. 
Andrew picked Seattle to win 3-2 in overtime. Abby and Jim picked Colorado 4-3 and 6-4, respectively. Dallas at Vegas. Andrew and Abby both picked Dallas. Andrew at 4-3 in overtime. uh, Abby at 4-2. Jim picked Vegas to win 4-1. Pittsburgh at Detroit. Everybody picked Pittsburgh. Andrew has a score of 5-2. Abby has a score of 3-2 in overtime. And Jim has a score of 5-3. And then Toronto at Florida. Andrew picked Florida to win 6-5 in overtime. Abby and Jim both picked Toronto to win 5-3 and 6-3, respectively. All right, and that's the prediction contest. Again, I'm winning. Jim is second, Abby's third. Uh, We're tied, son. Uh, But I won last year, so therefore I get... That I have the tiebreaker, right? The, like the uh, benefit of the doubt, I suppose. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Three and two, first place with no offense. Yeah, they shouldn't That's be true. there, but they are. You know. Yep. So oh thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Um, if I were you, I would hammer Pittsburgh plus or on minus one point five against the Flames tonight. But that's just me. I don't know. That is just you. Don't give betting advice. Guys, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. I had a $10 free bet, so laid it out there. But uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Remember, stay tuned. New episodes every Saturday. Um. (laughs) Andrew disappeared. I died. Are you okay? uh, Yeah, I'm good. Uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter or X. And uh, yeah, until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens. Let's freaking go. Did you not start that until just now? No, he didn't. It is hey, what that's it awkward. Is. Also, Michigan's winning 52 to 7. Holy cow. That's 52 unanswered points.